0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Peter Kessler is a golf historian and award-winning broadcaster, and he's the guy I turn to after big golf events. Pleasure to welcome Peter Kessler back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Peter?
1: You know, it's not going to be a good day, because every time I hear your voice, I, I say to myself, you know, Peter, you're not, your sound is not really that good, so... I'm happy to talk to you, but you're going to ruin my self-esteem for later in the day, but I'm going to get past it.
0: Again, slide me one of your voiceover jobs, and I can retire. That's all. I just, I want one. That's all I need.
1: So you're going to live in a lean-to
0: up <laughs> in the Ozark? <laughs> um, uh, is the players a better golf tournament than any one of the majors?
1: No, but it's the best one after the four majors, yes. It's not a major championship, but it's the fifth most important tournament in golf. Now, yes, it's an important tournament to win. It it looks good on your resume, but here's the the caveat. If you win a U.S. amateur, but then you win a professional major, then the amateur, in my view, now counts as a major because it's been validated with a professional major. If you win a player's championship and no majors, you don't have any majors. If you win the player's championship and one major that validates the player's championship as being the second most important thing on your resume.
0: Is it, is it, and I'm I'm not advocating that it should be a major. Is it not a major because of history?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like tennis. There's, There's four majors. It's like the World Series. There's a World Series. There's a Super Bowl. There's the NBA playoffs. There's four majors in golf. It's it's that simple. There's four majors. They've been established really since the late 1930s. And so that's it. There's not going to be more majors. But it doesn't make it unimportant. It just makes it the fifth most important tournament to win. That after the four majors, you'd want to win the players, And then after that, I would say probably the L.A. Open because you're playing at Riviera would be the next one I'd want to win as a professional. But if I'm a player, I want the four majors. I want the players. I want Riviera. Um, And then I'm happy. But it's not a major, and there's no such thing as this best field in golf stuff. There isn't any player in any major or at the players championship who shouldn't be there. Everybody who should be there is there. So deepest is a non, there's no such thing as a deep field. There's a few guys normally who can win, except with the advent of the unregulated equipment. It lets more guys into the game because it's much easier to play. Good players have trouble separating themselves on, on okay golf courses. But when you get to a really good golf course, um, like the players you know a, 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 a legitimate setup. and even Bay Hill the week before I like the winning scores in that you know 12-ish area. I'm good with that for a weekly event. I can live with it for a major. I prefer four to 10 under in a major because if if the best player in the field at a major, can't shoot one or two under a day and the course won't yield to his brilliance that week, the best player that week, you can't get one or two under a day to get to four to 10 kind of thing. Then I think the course is either way too easy if the numbers are much lower or if the numbers are, then it's too hard. So four to 10 for a major. And then for something like the players or Bay Hill recently or Riviera, Somewhere in the 10 to 12 range is acceptable. Once you get much past there, then to me, the golf course is suspect as being too easy for the equipment that the players are
0: allowed to use. We're talking with uh, Peter Kessler here on the Augusta Golf Show. I don't think I've ever asked you a question like this. Do you, when you watch golf, are you rooting for somebody? I mean, that's an obvious question with what Lee Westwood went through last week. Do you root? You know,
1: the timing of your question is absolutely brilliantly superb, and I'll tell you why. Because I haven't rooted for anybody except for Tiger since 1996 until about a month ago when I began to root for Bryson DeChambeau. He's the best player since the heyday of Tiger Woods, hands down. Bryson DeChambeau is the real thing, he's the next thing, he's the best player in golf. And I watched the final round of the players because of Bryson DeChambeau. I knew Leah Westwood would shoot a 1,000 and get himself out of it early. I did it in writing to my son the night before. I said, he'll miss shots to the right early, he'll do a fake smile. Then he'll stay in contention, and late in the round, he'll miss the six-footers that matter. And it's, it's, so, it's, it's not rocket science. the story of his entire career. That's why he's never won an important event. Can you imagine being as popular as we Westwood, as good a player as he is? He is a good player who's never won an important event in his entire life. He's won two times in America. The last one was 11 years ago, and when he did that, he was already going to the airport because the guy on the 18th tee, Robert Garrigus, had a three shot lead over him, made a seven and Lee wanted to play off. I don't even count that. And then the other one was like in 2000. So, you know, he he's like Colin Montgomery, never won an important event. No other way to look at it. He's Never won an important event. He's a choker. He's super bad under pressure. And in addition to, is demonstrating that to us over and over and over and over and over again with this incredibly long series of close calls. is So statistically, you know it's going to happen. And at almost 50, trying to get self-help on enjoying your round so you can play your golf is a bigger tell because it's too late. It, it's, that's not going to change. You know, and after the round, he said, well, I still enjoy You know, I really enjoyed the day. It was one of the worst days of his life. It was one of the worst days of his life. It was a terrible round of golf. The second shot on two was, it, it, that's where he took himself out of it. was lucky to make the number he did. And then he was lucky to make on four when he hit it in the water a number. But it immediately reduced the pressure because now he was basically not so much in the golf tournament unless he made birdies or other guys fell back. But he's always the guy who falls back. He's always the guy who decelerates on any left to right putt and always leaves it short and on the low side. He's been doing it his entire career. He's been doing it since, oh, since before 1999. Cause he played in the Ryder cup in 1999, I believe. And so, uh, yeah. So he's a choker. And if you don't have it figured out, really 25 to 30 completely, what your mindset has to be, you have no chance of ever recovering it. Jack Nicklaus had that mindset at 10. Edgar Woods had that mindset at 10. Bobby Jones had that mindset at 10. Ben Hogan had that mindset at 15 or 17. Arnold had that mindset at 10. They didn't have to think about that stuff. The mental game is about what's the appropriate play here, there's nothing to do with staying calm and breathing. If you have to think about any of that stuff, you don't have any chance whatsoever. And When I did 1,300 live shows of television, you would never think about, I never thought about once, well, this is a high-pressure situation. It was just like sitting at home talking to a friend on a couch. That's how you're at your best, is when you let your gifts run. And I know when we spoke recently, I said that the easiest period of Tiger's life was when he was winning because he was doing what he was best at. If you're the best at something, it comes easy to you. If it comes easy to you and you're the best, you're enjoying it. You don't think of it as work. Like being in a stage play, it's fun. It's not work. It's your job, but it, it's fun. So if you don't have it early, you don't have it. And Lee's never had it. He's never been able to figure out how to keep it together on Sunday Sunday. I've always thought his swing was suspect and from 25 yards and in, I would say he's the worst good player I've ever seen. Literally chipping, pitching bunker play and putting inside of 10 feet. Tita green over the course of his career, he's been a steady player, but he doesn't know how to finish a hole and he can't finish an important round. He doesn't get along with Sundays very well. So, I consider him a good player who was never able to get out of his own way.
0: We got to run, but you're coming back at some point soon, maybe after the Masters, and we're going to get into Bryson. I want to I want to find out more about you and Bryson and why you like him and what you like about him and 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 things like that. So and it may be you know what as as quickly as after the Masters, should Bryson win that golf tournament. He is uh, Peter Kessler, golf historian, award-winning broadcaster, and uh, always gracious with his time. Thank you, Peter.
1: Great to be with you, John. And, yes, I definitely want to talk about Bryson because he's going to be the best player of this century for quite some time to go and the best player since the prime of Tiger Woods.